Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Psychic's Thoughts. Today is going to be a brief one. I don't want to talk too long on this topic. I'm going to record another podcast that is a little more intricate and far more entertaining. But I do want to get this in podcast format because I find it very important in writing, you know, just general uh, bullet points or trying to say it in a brief video might not convey the level of intricacy that I'm trying to convey. So Instagram, the famous social media app, was it like 2 billion people use it globally? Um, you all know it by now. It's been out for a decade. It's revolutionized a lot of things. It's copied a lot of things. It's had controversy. It's had love. It's still one of the most popular and most used apps. And it's a great way of connecting, promoting, and entertaining. And I love it. But not all the time. I love it because I'm able to promote my psychic content in a multitude of ways. Through stories, which, yes, I know they copy a lot. But they are the one-stop shop, multifaceted social media site. You could post videos, you could post pictures. You could post Instagram Reels, which are just copying TikTok. Like an open source algorithm. Expands your reach. You could post stories, polls, questionnaires, stuff like that. In fact, the only thing you can't do is post purely text like Twitter. I think if they did that, the whole world would erupt. So, um, you know, if they copied what Twitter does. You can hashtag things, you can share things, you can watch things. You can. It, it's a pretty versatile uh, system. You can contact with people, you can video call, you can voice chat, uh, send voice messages. You can't. You could also do voice call if you turn off the video. It's an all-in-one social media tool. It was originally designed to keep friends connected with friends, an extension of what Facebook was doing, but through pictures. Now, Facebook also had pictures, but Facebook originally was really, really close network. Oh, my neighbor over there thinks this. Oh, my friend from high school thinks that. Instagram's like that, but without uh, so many words. It's more so a picture tells a thousand words. That was their whole principle. And they added videos in a year or two later. So anyway, it's a cool app because it allows anybody who's new to social media to step their toes in, get, get familiarized with what social media is. It allows somebody who doesn't want to use a lot of social media to have an all-in-one access tool if they use it that way a way where they can have more versatility in what they use. It also allows you to link to Twitter, link to Facebook and other social media platforms if you choose to do so. And because of that, you can add captions. You can promote things. It's, it, is a, it is a very useful tool if you know how to use it. And it's extremely popular, even if you're not using it as a tool. Maybe you just want to use it to know somebody who you just met at work or at school. Hey, but you don't need to know their text. You don't need to have their phone in your contacts. You know, that's too much energy. And you don't know them that well. But you do want to have some sort of communication with them. You might want to kind of get a glimpse at what they, you know, how their life, what their life is like. And that's great. And for that very reason, it's useful. And if you know how to control yourself, if you know how to be safe online, and if you know the ramifications of social media, then use it. I think everybody should at least know 
the detriment to mental emotional health that it could bring as well as the downsides of any anything they use but especially something like social media and more specifically Instagram I use it daily I use it way too much I might be addicted to it I honestly don't know you know I can go a few hours without it some sometimes entire days but um you know without like going through withdrawals but I use it not to necessarily just post weird selfies in front of the mirror and say, doing good, how about you? You know, just vague, semi-sexual things. I use it to promote my brand, my art, my creativity. I use it to promote my music, my freestyles, my podcasts, my films, and anything else I create. I also use it to express my thoughts sometimes, especially in formats that don't deserve an entire song or an entire film or a podcast episode. But I use it as a tool. It's also entertainment. And it does help me keep in touch with those I love or people who I want to keep in touch with. Especially since I move around a lot. So it's hard for me to keep in constant contact with people. And it's not like everybody wants to text. Sometimes Instagram is the most efficient way. Sometimes Snapchat is. Right? So it allows me to stay in touch with friends, family, and people who I care about. Or at least lets me stay in the loop with them, even if we're not on a constant talking basis. So for me, personally, Instagram is an amazing tool because it allows me to promote my psychic brand. It is the main social media source I use because it is so versatile. And it is because where I, that's where I started all my promotion stuff. It's not where my content is, for the most part. There are some exclusive things, like certain songs and some freestyle videos that are only there. But for the most part, it's just a way to show what I'm doing, to show my progress, to let people know, hey, this is out because I'm not Eminem. I'm not The Weeknd. I'm not Steven Spielberg. I'm not Scorsese. I can't just drop something or I can't just say, yeah, here's the trailer. And then people go and lose their mind over it. Not there. Maybe one day. So I have to do all the promotion. I have to say, listen. I know you listened to my last thing. Check this out. Or, hey, I know you like my films or that you're interested in my filmmaking. Check this out. Or just a blanket statement saying, hey, I'm making this. I'm doing that. Now, of course, I also use it as entertainment. I like funny videos. I like memes. I love memes. Helps me through the depressing days. (laughs) I think we all do. I like getting bite-sized information. Certain news things, just headlines. I usually go and read the actual article and make sure it's factual and valid. But I, I like to get my some of my info there. Especially movies, release dates, new music from my favorite artists. I like that connectivity. I like being able to follow Eminem, one of my favorite artists. When he drops a, a picture of music to be murdered by, I was actually on my phone when that happened, watching Atypical with my family. I was just in the final stages of um, finishing up, mixing and mastering Psychic Logical. And I actually released Hype as a single and announced the release date. Or I'm sorry, I announced the title for Psychic Logical one day before that. And I looked down at my phone and I see the cover of Music to be Murdered by. And instantly I'm like, oh cool, a single. A Nick Cannon diss reply. 
And then I, I read it. I'm like, holy crap, it's an album. And I almost left the room and started to listen. It wasn't until like 20 minutes later, my Apple Music notified me saying, hey, Eminem dropped a new album. I saw it first on there. So it's a really cool and efficient method of direct communication with people you care about if you choose to follow them, if you choose to turn on notifications, or if the algorithm realizes you tap into their stuff, their, their feeds. Of course, I'm also a horny 21-year-old, and even though I love my girlfriend and I would do anything for her in the world, I'm a visual man, so when I see a hot girl, I might also follow her. And it's not to be objective towards women. They're probably amazing people. I'm, I'm just saying that's, that's how they present themselves. They're models, right? Or, or they're trying to, you know, have more sexual identity online. And, that, and that's perfectly fine if they choose to do that and they're doing it safely. But, um, but yeah, I also, my feed is also now more that. And it's not just because I like it or save it. I don't, I don't really do that as often. It's, also because if you just stay on a post for a certain amount of time, the algorithm's like, oh, they're staring at that for a while. So, you know, it's one of those things. So if you, if you picked up my Instagram feed, you'd think, oh my God, he's obsessed. No, no, no. My heart is only for my girlfriend. But it, it is weird because it, just in the past year, using about the same amount, funny enough, of Instagram, it's kicked up. And I think that's because their algorithm has become more intense. And that's what I'm going to get into. So I've kind of laid out the intro and the pros and why I use it. So now we're going to just take a brief break, and I'm going to tell you the cons. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm sorry, that might have sounded a little weird. I, I don't mean to sound creepy or weird, but I think we all do it. People we find visually attractive. We may not know anything about them. Um, I'd like to think the people that I I do follow or see on social media are decent and caring people, but I guess I don't know that. Um, But regardless, we all do uh, follow things that interest us, even at a base visual stimuli level or an intellectual level. Follow a lot of my favorite artists, visual artists, painters, musicians, stuff like that, filmmakers, of course. So, you know, it's an expansive... Uh, library of things that interest me. Video games, movies, television, rap, hip-hop, music in general, visual art, and, and you know, just friends and family and, and fans and others. So it's, it's an amazing tool. And that's how I look at Instagram. Entertainment as well for maybe a few hours. Um, but really, for the most part, for me... It is it is something I use as a way to directly connect or get information out pertaining to the content I create. Because, believe it or not, and I don't think many people realize this, if you make a great song or a great film or an awesome podcast episode and you don't tell people, you know, and if you're underground, if you're not like Kendrick Lamar, you know, and you don't tell people about it, and you don't show it on social media, you don't say or text or, or, or share in any capacity, you're not going to get many people. And you can't expect that. And you can't be mad at the world for not liking your content. It's not that no one likes it. No one knows about it. 
you know, and that's still a case, even when you push and promote. I spend a dedicated single entire month solely to well, I mean, I also do things in life like school and and you know family time and talk with my loved ones and all that but but i uh psychic content wise when I have a new album or e p on the way, I spend that month. For the most part, unless I'm I'm also creating new music and trying to fix other things, but um, promoting that single thing, I've got lyric videos, I got video promos, I got photos, I got uh, graphics, I got uh, me talking about, it, I got podcasts, I got every form of promotion that I could possibly create in a in a month and a month and a half time frame, to keep consistently dropping, teasing, showing until the release date of the album. And it works. It's extremely, extremely exhaustive. And it's and it takes a lot of time. And I don't think people realize. Making the versatile music video, lyric video, excuse me, took me about two months to finish. Now, that's not like two months worth of hours. It's probably took me about seven hours. But it, that, that's a lot. And it's not fun. I have to put in every lyric manually and time it and sequence it and then make it visually interesting from uh, word to word, frame to frame. But it was worth it. They're always worth it. It's always worth the work. But I make the graphics. I make the album covers. I make the lyric. Not always. Sometimes my girlfriend makes the beautiful album covers. She made uh, Psychological and Brain Tapes Volume 1. So kudos to her. But I made Brain Tapes Volume 2, and I've made the next uh, album I'm working on's cover. And it's all really exciting stuff. But it's a lot. It's a lot to manage. It's one thing to make the music, to fine-tune it, to get it to a point where you want to release it. It's another thing to promote it and make sure people hear it and see it. And even if they don't go and hit the link and listen on Spotify or Apple Music or their selected music service choice... To at least hear bits and pieces of it on Instagram. To try to pick the best part so people who may just stumble upon it are intrigued and go further. If you follow me, lovely. It means at some point you see my content or you care enough. To the degree. Not all the time. Um, and that, that means a lot. And that's great. But I want to talk about the cons now. And this is where it really gets detrimental for people like me, artists. Sure, I use Instagram for leisure at times and entertainment, but not enough to warrant it's this podcast. I mean, I use it here and there, but I really use it just to really promote my content. I mean, sometimes when my content's loading to upload, I look. <laughs> yeah, I scroll through and do stuff. But my point being... This is coming from a perspective of not an Instagram creator or vlogger, an artist. I'd like to consider myself an artist, a filmmaker, a writer, a, a, a rapper. I'm putting my, my, my babies, my creations, my artwork out there every day. It's not visual art. Trust me, you don't want to see that. So when I say art, I mean creative, uh, my creations that are creative and passionate and original to some extent whether it's my new short film I'm working on or whether it's my new album I'm working on there's always something I'm putting out there trying to get people to get ready for or check out and at that capacity as great as this app is 
as many people as I'm able to reach, as many fans as I'm able to connect to, and I wouldn't be here without Instagram. So I'm not putting any slight, any blame towards it. But there are cons that need to be addressed. I've been using the app for uh, eight years now, casually, you know, on and off, but more intensely for the past three years to promote my content and expand my brand. And I've gone from zero followers and a shitty logo, and originally for Twitch streaming, to over a thousand followers with, what, and then, uh, three albums out now, a bunch of short films, podcast series, Twitch channel, that's, you know, I'm not doing anything anymore, but that made it pretty far. All because of, and other social media like TikTok and, and Twitter and things, but for the most part, the reason was because of Instagram, because I learned it and I improved on it and I improved my content as I went. But this is where Instagram falls short for me personally and from my experience and from what I hear for a lot of people. Some issues that are crippling the integrity and the system that is so well designed and intricate. And that is making it difficult for me to consistently keep up. It's drowning me. And it's, inf- it's infuriating. First off, and the most detrimental, the thing that could be the most easy to fix is the algorithm. The algorithm used to be, from my personal experience and my research, it used to be a system where you saw the most recent post from the person you're following. Simple as that. Now, of course, that was in its early days before it was bought out by Facebook, before the app blew up and got really popular and a lot of people started using it. And of course, when that happens, if you're following like 2,000 people, that's not the most ideal way to go. I understand that. That's perfectly fine. So they have an algorithm in place now that prioritizes what you looked at last by about 100 different pages. The the last 100 people or accounts or pages, whatever you want to call it, that you looked at over the past week will be the most constant that you'll see in terms of stories and and feed pop-up. And then it goes down the list. Then the next 200 or 300 that you see somewhat regularly in like second place will be the most. So it keeps that going. So if you see my content a lot and you keep with it, then you will keep seeing it. Lovely. That's okay to a degree. It's a little, it's a little too much. I like seeing the people I like seeing. Duh. Right, I mean, maybe it's reinforcing it in my brain, but it's also, I look at these accounts and these profiles to find these artists, to, to look at their creations or whatever. So I appreciate when I see their new stuff. On the flip side, if in like the course of one week, for whatever reason, because sometimes it just shuffles anyway, doesn't matter how much I'm seeing it, I don't see it for a week, falls off the map. And if I don't keep seeing it, I will never see it. And that sucks because there's so many people I follow and you're only remembering them by their username or sometimes just by the logo, their profile pic or the last creation you saw of theirs. There are some artists who I text or I'm friends with who I haven't seen their posts in months and it's not because they're not posting and it's not because they're not promoting and improving their craft. It's because Instagram algorithms like, no, you don't care about them, but I do. It's too, it's too intrusive. It's dictating far too much now. And you can kind of have some selection. You can say, oh, I don't look at these profiles anymore. But you can only do that weekly and it resets it and it's ridiculous. 
So that's the first thing. They need to make the algorithm a little more balanced. Sure, you could keep seeing the first 100 people that you like to see more. That's perfectly fine. The next group and subset should have some more variation, some more reach. It should always cycle people who you follow, who you haven't seen in a month, in a week, whatever. And it should have a large chunk, maybe like 25% of everything you see should be not paid promotions, stuff that you've never seen before. Pertaining to what you like, pertaining to the hashtags, pertaining to what you post, if, if it's going to be so intrusive, if it already knows all this data. Like, I don't need to see a post about knitting club. It's something that doesn't interest me. No slight against those who like knitting. I'm just saying it's not something for me. So I don't need to see a random of that 25% reach, a post of that. But I would like to see maybe a post of a new rapper who's trying to get heard by his freestyles. Or a a little short film trailer for somebody who's in school, in, in film school. Stuff that I'm doing or that I relate to or that I look at more closely. Because that reach is abysmal. It's like 2% of your feed is people who you've never seen before. And Instagram is no longer a community, peer-to-peer, keep up with your friends. You do that, but it's also something, it is the best, one of the best tools for businesses, companies, and artists and creators to be seen, heard, and understood. But they can't be if the reach is restricted like that, just at a base level. I don't know the actual numbers. Let me get that out of the way. I don't know the actual percent. No one actually knows exactly how the algorithm works. There have been leaks. There have been rumors and theories. But what I do know is it's not working as well as it used to. And it's weird. And you feel the change, especially after an update. One time I posted a video. I was posting videos that are getting 200 to 300 views, which is great for me. You know, and getting four to 600 reach. That's phenomenal. That's high numbers for me, especially for my videos. Now, making much more entertaining videos, rapping better in my freestyles or posting trailers, doing much more variety and making it better and visually more entertaining and more concise, getting 30 to, if I'm lucky, 150 views. But my followers and my content engagement has grown 200%. So in reality, I should be getting 600 to 800 to 1,000 views. No problem. That should be my baseline now. I have over 1,000 followers, and I'd say only three to 400 of them semi-consistently see my content. So what's the point of having followers if they're following you and they don't even see, and majority of them don't see your content? And that's my point. That's the reason why the algorithm needs some balancing. At least for if you choose a creative or business profile, they should change the algorithms that are under that. Allow new people to find you without spamming hashtags, without always posting something or without being too overtly sexual. I get it. There's a lot of people. You have to filter it through. I understand. And that's okay if I only get 600 views. I'm fine with working towards growing that number. But if every time, if everything else, content engagement, the posts I create, the quality of my content, the amount of people that are saving, liking, or sharing, or the amount of followers I have, if all of that's going up, my average views should not be going down. 
that is where the algorithm fails a lot of people who are trying to use this platform as a way to promote themselves. Now, I know a lot of people are like, well, Psychic, use other platforms. I do. I use Twitter. I use TikTok. I use Reddit. I have my own website. I use everything. But Instagram's the one that I've built the most with. It's where I'm able to reach the most people even with even with the restrictive nature that comes with it at times. So yeah, that's my first, really the biggest issue for a creator, for somebody who's trying to be seen. It doesn't need to be 100% reach. You know, I, I'd like my followers to see me. Especially I would like the people who consistently watch me for it to not possibly, for them to not possibly forget me. It's not like they know me in person. It's not like they're my best friends. They like my content. They like my creations. And they like my social media stuff. They want to keep up with it. But if the algorithm just shuffles the board and makes them forget about me, it's a constant uphill battle that is unfair to the creator. So they should balance out the algorithm. Make it so more people can find you if you're in the position I'm in. They should make it where... The people who do follow you and do support you stay in that loop. And they should make it a little more balanced so when you are, as as a consumer, you're not constantly bombarded with the same content, the same person. That's the first big issue, the algorithm. And that's really the ultimate issue. So I'm going to take another little break and then I'm just going to go into the smaller issues and what they can do to improve them. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining. So I got out of the way the biggest con, right? The algorithm needs fixing. Now, beyond all of that, there are some other issues that desperately need addressing, as such as there needs to be better organization methods for deleting, unfollowing followers. You know, if you accumulate a bunch of followers, you can't unfollow. It's tedious to unfollow them once at a, one at a time. And you can only unfollow 100 a day, which is ridiculous. You should be able to just select all. Same with posts. If you're trying to organize your posts, especially like a content creator like me, archive and delete and clean up your feed, you should be able to do that very efficiently. There should also be, which would be really cool, organization tabs. I'm actually already seeing TikTok do it. And I've said this before. This would be really cool. Tabs on the top of your feed, right when somebody sees your profile, like right below the story highlights and whatever, where it's like, oh, you click on this, you know, and I categorize it, and you can organize it, the creator can, and you hit freestyles, and you click on that, and that's all my freestyles, and then film, all my film, then whatever, so I can have, so it's not just, this is the last thing I post, and then on my main feed, then you can select out of that right, uh, the, the pin, the coolest things, or, and then have the top three most recent, and then have another top 10 pinned things, or keep whatever you want in that timeline, so people can keep scrolling anyway, if you don't want to organize it, there should be more flexibility with that, so when people come to your page, and they want to check something out, it's not flooded with stuff, because you have to constantly post, and I don't need everybody to see everything, and I don't want them to be overwhelmed by it, so I think they're going to do that. Now nah, TikTok's doing it. I think they're going to have some category tabs. And it'd also be fun for me when I'm exploring new artists or new people who I uh, appreciate and trying to learn from. That would be a really cool feature. Another big, big thing. 
make security known as a priority. I know Facebook makes a lot of people uncomfortable, but that's just how it is. So we just have to get comfy with it. But Facebook needs to make us feel more comfortable. I don't know. I don't think my account can be shut down, even if it's reported if somebody dislikes my music. I think there has to be valid reason and a lot of investigation. But that still scares me. If someone doesn't like my freestyle and shares it to their friends and they all report me, right? There needs to be safety nets for artists so the content they create and the followers they have is there. And I like that you can download your stuff and that you can back up your actual stuff that you post and some of the data. That's good. That's a great feature to have. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. But if something happens to my account and I have to start over, that sucks. And I have other means and people will reach out, but that really cripples me in many ways. So there should be some safety nets for that. I don't know exactly what, but that would be lovely for artists and creators and people who are under that. Also, paid promotion. I get that they're going to have them in app. I don't love it. I think it's a little too too ridiculous. I think that regular posts should have some sort of natural reach that's better than what it is right now. Much better. It doesn't need to be as good as paid promotions, but it needs to be significantly better. Because just because I'm an artist doesn't mean I have the money to shill out every time. But I have to if I want some new people to see me. And then, so, so just balance out that algorithm. Make some more natural reach so I don't constantly have to think about doing paid promotions. I don't. I only do it when I'm in album season or film season. But still, it's ridiculous that it's that, that unbalanced. It makes it so people who pay get seen, and that's not fair. So balance that out a little more. Please, for the love of God. Also, don't make it so expensive per day. Make it a little cheaper. On top of that, I really would really like to reduce spam, bots, ghost users. There are so many accounts that post random things, hurtful things, things that aren't, that are bot. There are so many bots that are trying to get your credit card information, scam you, sexually explicit things. I get random DMs. Now, it filters them out. It says, you know, this, that. You can always tell if it's spam. Just get rid of them. They have some... Facebook and Instagram have some most advanced algorithms and security encryption data and software. And if they're able to run this and maintain this app the way they do, they need to make a way... For, they need to clean up the bots. They need to delete all these spam, fake, old accounts that aren't used that are or that are being used for malintent, which they know you can identify them easily. It's not rocket science. I'm not saying delete my account if I say something offensive on Instagram, which I don't. But if I did, I'm saying a bot page with no username, with a random generated or no profile pic, random generate a username, no post, and a link that is going to give your computer a virus. Delete that account. Don't make someone have to report that. Right? And just filter it and clean it up. There's probably billions of bots in Instagram, and it's obnoxious. The comments are pointless. If you could delete that, there are now accounts that are dedicated to reporting, blocking, and letting people know that this is a bot. Do not listen to it. You have to put a stop to this. This is the second biggest issue, I'd say. 
It is invasive. It is cluttering Instagram. It is probably slowing things down from a server standpoint. And it's filled with shit, malintent, and danger. Get rid of it. Nobody needs it. It serves no purpose. It skews perceptions. It inflates misinformation. It damages people, especially children. Destroy all these bots. All of them. You're going to always have a few. I get that. But there's like millions and millions of them, I think. I, I swear to God, there's millions of them. And you never know who's liking and seeing it if it's just a bot. So then it doesn't even matter. You're literally taking away the one benefit of Instagram, which is social engagement with another human. So they need to control that. Also, better servers, server maintenance. If you're going to have servers go down in certain regions, have them go down at a time where it's less active on Instagram. Don't have it go down midday. I get sometimes it'll just go down regardless of when you want to. But they should know how to manage it by now. And let's reduce the ads. People ads, not ideal, but that's okay. They're trying to make a living. They're trying to be seen. Artists, that stuff. Companies, I don't need to see Cheetos ad every time I scroll down to a third post. It's ridiculous. So there are just a few things like that. Control your trolls, your bots, your spam. There's a lot of gunk and, and things to clean. It would make everything more efficient, less cluttered. There are organization things you can do. There are ways you can expand reach. And these aren't all impossible or extremely complicated. There are things that used to be in place that have slowly just been not maintained or taken away. I promise Instagram, if you're hearing me or anybody who understands Instagram, we, I think a lot of people will understand the consumer and the product would only benefit from these changes. Also, just keep making new additions. Add new things, but make sure it's things people may want or need. Add, add things, maybe make a not safe for work tab. That way, regular feeds aren't flooded with models who barely get by. Also, fix your reporting or fix your blocking sensitive content. You block sensitive content about ecological preservation, but a girl twerking her ass is okay. And both are fine in their own right, but if you're going to block one, either block both or block none, because that's completely imbalanced. So those are some of the fixes. There are only four or five of them. Balance out the algorithm. Clean up and take out the spam bots and trolls. Give more access and security to artists who are using Instagram as a tool for them to promote their creations. Make promotions a little less pricey and a little less prevalent to get reach. And I think those fixes alone can completely improve the app tenfold. Those are my thoughts on Instagram and its current state of 2021. I hope they rem- I hope they bring oh and more organization methods. I hope they add some of these and improve on these things because if they do, and I think they will in a few matters, it will only be good. So anyway, thank you for listening. Till next time.